good people who have traveled from villages near and far. Lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee Tuna? Bumblebee Tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News Team. You are now listening to another edition of Movie Review Crew. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. All right, everyone, welcome in. This is another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Shane Kronikin. How's it going? Aaron Kronikin. Hello. And Matt McNeil. Oh, what's up? That was kind of creepy. Well, it is Halloween. What what can I say? Fair enough. Recording on Halloween, so maybe we'll all get murdered, you know, mid-show. We can only hope, One right? One could hope. <laughs> that would be ideal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just... Hey, we're, we're, we're an optimistic bunch here, aren't yeah. we? Holy moly. Welcome to <laughs> Movie Review Crew. We're not afraid of sharing our feelings. We're like Adam Sandler in that skit where, where Chris Farley was his wife. Dear God, kill me now. Yes. <laughs> oh, exactly. Now, I, I am excited about today's show at the very, very least. So there's there's the briny, bri- shining, huh? I, I don't know. Briny? <laughs> Are we making dinner? Shining glimmer of hope. And I, I don't know where briny came in. It's, hmm. I think I was going to say bright, maybe. Sure. Bright, shiny. Bright and uh, shiny. Briny. Yeah, yeah. Briny. Exactly. That makes sense. Anyway, uh, we are reviewing The Exorcist 3 on today's show. Which is might as well just be The Exorcist 2. Because they were like, uh, you well, know what? Let's pretend not... that The Exorcist 2 didn't happen and we'll start. It's not as sequels. bad as The Exorcist 2. No, that's what no, I'm no. saying. Is that Somebody... they just completely ignored Exorcist 2 and pretended like it didn't yes. happen. And, and as you should. Watch <laughs> when when you watch the exorcist watch the exorcist and then watch exorcist three it's a direct sequel pretty much and yeah exorcist two we can we can all pretend it never existed in the world would be a better place did the director do the exorcist no okay no no no, no, no. this was was wrote and directed by the guy who wrote the novel gotcha okay and the first one actually actually this uh Number three was written as a screenplay, and, and when he couldn't down. get it in development, uh, he wrote that out as a novel, and then later got it developed as a movie. So it was actually this was initially a screenplay based off of a sequel to his novel slash the movie, The Exorcist. Interesting. Okay, but you can very very much tell that this is the original. Writer. author of the first one it feels so, so much more than number two it feels like the exorcist yeah um this is a dumb question but i'm going to ask it anyway you know i don't shy away from doing that no you don't. <laughs> is the exorcist air quotes based on a true story no okay. no no not at all well i wasn't I mean, other, sure other, other than like the general 
idea of have have happened type of deal well right but i was it's, it's okay, not based on a no. specific case though no. you're that's you're what i was of asking the exorcism right. of emily rose sure well i'm thinking, thinking of a million yeah. different horror yeah. movies. i'm thinking of fargo that that are <laughs> that say they're based on a true story and they based just take like yeah. the idea on a true and, yeah yep so okay story <laughs> story mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so we have exorcists. We have three exorcists on today's show. Yep. Uh, we will get into that in the second half of the episode. But until then, has anyone seen anything new? Yup. Okay. Kick us off. Um, well, so first off, I watched Dune for a second time and with a second viewing, just being able to enjoy it. You I, watched I liked it a, a lot. Two and a half hour movie, two and almost three quarters hour movie. Uh, let me rephrase that a two and a half hour Denny V masterpiece. Mm. Twice, <laughs> well, I saw it in theaters, then <laughs> I watched it with my wife at home with HBO. It shouldn't be surprising to you, Mike. His favorite movie is Cold Mountain. Oh, Look, Denny V is brilliant, he is. He and yeah, it, I, I I did the same thing. I I rewatched it as well, and and uh, I mean I, I liked it the first time through, but I still liked it the second time. Yeah, and, second viewing and for you could we, watch for, for me more, was uh, better. More, you know, little things that, like camera movement, camera angle mm-hmm, decisions mm-hmm. that he made. I also watched a lot of behind the scenes things and and mm-hmm. looked specifically for those those things in in the second viewing. So it's just more of a more of a detailed kind of immersive watching the second time. Did you see? I, I love it though. I, I I am so excited. They greenlit number two officially. Well, obviously, that'd be no, really that funny obvious. if they did. It oh, wasn't. They, they guys. It had to make money. It. They said, okay, if three people go see it in the box office, we're no, gonna greenlight no. number three. No, it wasn't like that. That was the but, old grandmother of. of but Denny I'm happy v, it's like, happening. Go ahead, sign on the dotted line, Dennis. Dennis, yeah, well, because she's an old white lady, <laughs> yeah. And doesn't, yeah, you know, and she, she somehow, Dennis yeah, too. she's not foreign like he is, exactly. That's yeah. he was, she's an old uh, mm-hmm. from Brooklyn, old lady from Brooklyn, yeah, that's his grandmother, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dennis, and, and he was Dennis was the only one holding the, the sequel back, you know, he was like, I don't know of if course. I want to sign yet, yeah, and she said, Three people have seen it, only <laughs> three, three need to see it, Dennis. <laughs> Anyways, she uh, yeah, so I watched it out of her stoma and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, Dennis, she's 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 degrading really fast in this whole scenario. Yeah, she is. Dennis. Downhill. Oh good Lord. You back gotta to, make back. the next one before I die. <laughs> oh, God. Back to Dune. Back to Dune. No, back to it, for for anything else I watch it for every single character and every single actor and is just absolutely amazing um even the ones i mean they got big people to play not big parts uh and and they all are just so 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 good it, it, i loved it it's a little it it's not a little it's slow yep so i you know be okay well, so- but- Denny this... V did this. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. No, 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 no. Okay, you go, 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 go. Uh, no, there's this one scene I didn't catch it the first time, and the second time I'm watching it, I'm like, oh my god, that's like shot for shot. He did this scene. Uh, I think maybe all of you reviewed Apocalypse Now, mm-hmm. the scene where it's kind of like just very dark, and you see Brando, and he 
and he's like rubbing his head down across his eye it, they do that like shot for shot the exact same shot with with, with uh scars who plays baron back from the dead yeah with brando yep nice but yeah that was a pretty cool throwback scene yeah they uh look like they have quite the cast on this on this oh, i mean we all knew that though right. this what i was gonna say is do you think like his his last couple of movies haven't made have they been negative oh, oh he even he even said it's a miracle he survived blade runner well right but i mean like i did it break even I did was it like that imagine. you know what i mean like it, was, it wasn't what you would consider a hit or a right. even probably a success as a far financial in, in right. financial terms yes right that's what but i got it so, why it should have been oh, well, that angers me okay so but but the, you 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 said though that like they have all of these giant actors who are playing these almost bit parts essentially yeah. he's gotta have such a a like a reputation for putting together these insanely great movies in the I'm industry. telling you he watched the behind the scenes and every single actor involved says it's an absolute pleasure to work for him it's like they he allows them he has this specific vision they know exactly what they're supposed to do but he allows them the freedom to do what they want with the characters and get involved and I mean I I can't imagine an actor would turn down an opportunity. I, it, it seems like it'd be just, I mean, obviously I'm a fanboy. He, he's a fantastic director, but it seems like he runs a tight ship. He knows exactly what he wants. He knows mm-hmm. the details and it just goes smoothly. Yeah. It's, it is kind of interesting. Um, I was talking with one of my friends who actually used to work out at industrial lights and magic, uh, which, <laughs> which produced the star Wars uh, films and a bunch of like the transformers. Why'd you giggle? That's just hearing you say industrial light and magic. I'm surprised you got the name right is all. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. You know what? I'm not even mad, but that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, he used to work out there and I was asking him about some big name directors. And he was like, you know, a lot of time their directors just need like the, the production takes so long because the director just needs to figure out their vision. And sometimes they have to do it on set. And it's like, I wonder if, like some of these directors have it more figured out than others. You know what I mean? Oh, like sure. they come yeah. game planned. And I wonder if Denny V is one of those guys that's like, no, I know exactly what we want. We figured this out. Now we just need to get everything to do it. So it's very, very, very. Specifically for this movie, because this is like a dream passion project for him. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he said he loved this story and read this story tons of times as a kid. I mean, you have to imagine getting into the film business. He has, been picturing how to make this movie for oh yeah i mean if he got the chance forever so he, he specifically he's, him he you know he had a plan he said arrival and blade runner were just big budget sci-fi trial runs so he could figure out how to do it really which those are like a plus trial runs. So. <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say arrival is i still i still yeah. haven't seen blade runner but arrival is really good yeah um, amazing. i forgot that he did arrival I will be honest. I, I completely forgot that. Dude, Arrival, Prisoners, Blade Runner, Enemy, Dune. I mean, goodness. What a I run. Seen, I haven't seen Incendies and uh, uh, Enemy. I think so that's let's, the only let's, ones uh, that I haven't seen. Aaron, since you've seen Dune and you you were like, you know, trumpeting Blade Runner 2049 as, as you know, say, plus master. Not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying you yeah. were very passionate about how great it is. 
uh, this I've or already, that. Oh, I've already said that uh, for me, because and this will change when part two comes out, but this is part one of part two. I put Blade Runner above this. I put Arrivals above this. I put Prisoners above this. Um, uh, Arrival, I don't know that I would, but... Okay. Arrival's one of my favorites. <laughs> Ever? I, I mean, it's a good movie, man. I it's think I gave really it a nine movie. and a half or something like that. It, it is good. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's not. I just... It, and it, 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 this does gone. suffer from from uh you know part one syndrome but, truly but is we a knew that one. going in yeah yeah i mean it's 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 not even the first in in like a trilogy type of deal this is a part one where it just ends yep Interesting. You <laughs> it's you're right it, it it is the first half of a whole story so it it doesn't have the closure and, and the, mm-hmm. the ending and uh, that one might hope when watching a movie. Interesting. I maybe I'll try to convince Laura to watch it tonight because we weren't we were gonna watch something the other night, and I was like, it's two and a half, and she was like, mm, maybe not. Yeah. Well, plus she I read would, the book and didn't like it. Well, but I think she'd be down for this. Yeah. I would be interested to to hear your opinion only because I I, I would want to know what an opinion is from somebody that hasn't read the book immerse themselves in this world already like aaron and i have read the books and the the prequel books and you know all this and that Uh, i don't know that you have no um i don't know how to read Um, Ah, that's right true true. (laughs) ample evidence yeah we we just listen to our show that tracks find me stumbling through i thought maybe you might have done the audiobook they make those that's just (laughs) the movie yeah of the movie well i mean yeah, yeah. just push play and yeah it's just the movie um uh, what was i gonna say oh i again i was talking to my one of my friends and he was like yeah i had read it and so i kind of knew what was going on but he went to the theaters with one of his friends who had very little idea of what the plot was and he was like it's a lot to take in and like oh, after is. like the first quarter of the movie i, you I get knew it. it would be that but yeah that that was that's my question is do you understand? I, I mean, mm-hmm. does he explain it clearly enough without having that that background in for sure to go on? For sure, yeah. Honestly, um, have you guys watched the honest trailers for Dune? Because they nail it. They they, they nail not. it right on the head. It's very for funny. this Dune or for or, the yeah. newest Dune. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have I have not seen that. I'll have to watch it. Um, how is Timothy Chalamet? Uh, he's very Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be though. This, this is um because it's part one this is you know this this young kid who's thrust in this situation who in this part is is essentially along for the ride learning and and his transformation into this this leader and the the being that he becomes doesn't happen until part two so he it's a subdued you know like aaron said very similar to what you've seen him do but but also very good when when needed to be good he he is an awesome actor my only problem with him is that he mumbles and mumbles through clenched teeth and it's a lot of times hard to hear um who do you think would win in a fight timothy chalamet or you you would (laughs) between you and timothy chalamet oh Thank you. It's not where I was going, but I'm glad to know you guys got my back. Uh, or Dave Bautista. Oh. <laughs> uh, that would be, uh, oh God, that was uh, when I watched that uh, final score movie, he fought this this girl. I mean, not that females can't fight, but this, this female is like five foot five going against Bautista. And I'm like, okay, 
Come on. He's Come slow. On. He's big and slow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Other real question though. Who would win in a fight? Uh, Dave Bautista or Jason Momoa? Momoa. Bautista. Momoa. Ooh, see? I'm just doing it based on the characters in the, the movie. Oh, okay. not even Whoa. that. I th- <laughs> like just because Batista has big muscles doesn't mean he's strong. Yeah. Well, just because Jason Momoa looks tough doesn't mean he knows. Right. What fight. about the fact that Bautista was like a wrestler and uh, that's all fake. Not, no, not I mean... WWE. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was Bautista like a UFC fighter? No, I don't no, think so. no. Uh, I'm sure he was a wrestler, though. Most of the professional wrestlers have a background in actual oh god wrestling. anyway who cares not getting into that yeah Let's that was a re- you guys <laughs> took that stupid tangent and ran with it okay <laughs> listen i i gotta defend my choice fair point that's, i guess that's fair enough All right, let me Matt let me Aaron run through the rest yeah. what else what else have you seen uh okay so i've watched a movie that i thought would be good. interesting concept is called barbarian sound studio it's a 2012 horror movie, and the idea is that this guy who works in a sound studio making all the, the sound effects for old, like, 70s Italian horror movie, but then things happen in which he becomes part of an actual horror movie story that's happening. Okay. And sounds it fun. sounded interesting, but it just didn't I mean, pan out. And it had Toby Jones, who is recognizable, so I thought, you know what, I'll give it a shot. Um... And it just didn't pan out the way I thought it would. So I didn't enjoy it that much. But interesting concept for a horror movie. It just maybe people like it. It's got decent reviews. So I thought I'd give it a shot, but I didn't like it. Also watched, finally, The Night House by David Bruckner, the guy that did The Ritual, which most of us liked a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, liked I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't put it up there with The Ritual, but I think it's a... No, no. Similar to the ritual, he plays a, a whole lot with the character, relies a whole lot on the story of the characters and their emotions and what's happening with them with a horror story built around it. So I liked it a lot. Uh, I watched a movie called The Priest, which is an Indian movie that was got great reviews and it was really stupid. I'm I'm talking like <laughs> dumbest of the dumb little girls who are uh, reincarnated f- old ladies, you know, similar to the orphan, which was terrible. Ooh, uh, awful! I hated it. Well, uh, uh, the good news is now that uh, October's over, you can finally <laughs> stop your quest for hidden gems and go watch his house. Sure, I probably will actually. Um, Anyway, last one. I moved on from horror and watched a movie called Old Henry, which I've been looking forward to. Uh, Fantastic. It's got 90 plus percent on Rotten Tomatoes from audience and from critics. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson is the lead. He's fantastic in it. He's always great. It's a really good Western movie directed by a guy who has the most... I can't imagine... This sounds 100% fake. His name is... Potsy Poncharoli. That's like a knockoff character from the Happy Days. <laughs> that does seem like a fake name, yeah. You just make it for people now. That's what we're doing on today's show. That's what I'm doing. Potsy Poncharoli. But anyway, it whatever. That sounds like gotta... the son of the grandma character Mike was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lives at home with that grandma. <laughs> Potsy. 
Did you get me more milk? <laughs> no, That's ma. definitely her son. <laughs> but anyway, oh, yeah, I recommend Old Henry for sure. Great Western. And that's it. That's all I watched. Okay. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, I have started watching the Chucky series. Um, I think the it's only like three episodes in and I've seen the first two episodes. And uh, it's actually surprisingly not bad. Um, you know, we've... The... Uh, it's an entirely new premise. Um, but it's still like in canon. Like it's still... Um, brad dourif uh voicing chucky who which, ties into exorcist yeah he's he's an exorcist three um and like the they reference the older movies um so it's part of that universe um and it's it's really interesting um the way that he's playing off of the main kid and like the relationship that's forming between them i'm i'm really interested to see where the show goes um really enjoying it so far okay okay that's a sorry did you say what was that on uh usa i think is what it's been airing on interesting how did you watch it internet uh yeah the internet magic usa (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Uh, fair enough shane what about you uh the only the only new thing i've seen is um there's a netflix original called hypnotic it has the girl from uh, Hush that we all watch. Well, I don't know who, if we all watch it, but we we reviewed it on here, and it was it was fine. It, it was like a lot of Netflix show movies where it's like, eh, eh. It was all right, not terrible. It was just like kind. Of, it felt like something that Netflix was just you know mid mid range budget, you know, unknown director throw out this thing it's a it's just kind of a middling movie it was fine to watch i enjoyed it i probably wouldn't recommend it to anybody i mean mm-hmm. if you got time and i don't know it, it's just but it got time it was one of those instantly forgettable just yeah i didn't hate it but right I, i've already forgotten about it type of movie so i i would i would avoid that unless you're really desperate but it was not as good as i was hoping that's okay. that's all i've seen though that's legitimately that's it. It. okay um Matt, sorry, did I cut you off? Was there anything else that you seen? Nope, that's it. Okay, okay. Uh, and Shane, that's it for you too. That's it, just the one. Oh, busy or a busy week? Didn't well, get like I said, I rewatched Dune. I yeah. so you know that I took up three days. I've been busy <laughs> playing a lot. Of- <laughs> been playing a lot of Diablo two. I haven't had enough time for movies. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I feel Nerd that alert. dog. I feel that. Uh, I watched uh, Get Duked finally (gasps) oh yeah that movie is so stupid for the first quarter it's perfectly stupid for like for the first quarter though it almost like let's be stupid it's it's uh, let's be stupid (laughs) let's be honest (laughs) i mean okay we're stupid moving on uh let's be honest it's stupid throughout but like it's almost like oh my god this is boring stupid for the first quarter and then like the third act really ties things together and you're like yeah. god bless it okay this was worth the watch but i swear no. to god i almost fell asleep for like the first oh, quarter no. of this movie i was really? like this, yeah it sucks I, okay i guess i get it but the whole i just love how <laughs> like the whole bread thief through line 
was yeah well that's brilliant. what i mean like you get that payoff the, in the fourth yeah. act and you get the the fucking the fork the yeah no, well, the well fork. sharp <laughs> <laughs> and the the throwaway line of uh britain's an island yeah it'll oh, just yeah. roll off a cliff <laughs> and it yeah you oh. know that that's coming full circle but it's just like good god yeah, and it, but it still catches you off guard yes. when it does because it takes so it, it's so long in between that mm-hmm. you forget it. it's pacing it, it's pacing and writing mm-hmm. at its finest. Yep, it's uh like I said, it's it's a hidden gem for sure because I don't know without this shame podcast. that episode will never see the light of day. Is that yeah, the Shane messed up that episode? Wow! Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh oops. So we might have to. (laughs) Well, I'm telling you, that movie still has one of the most jaw-dropping. Like, I can't believe they just did that joke when the two police find the drugs and rap CD, and he calls in. He's like, "We're on the lookout for eight to ten black black males in hoodies." I'm like, "Oh my god, they just said that." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Also, uh. That one has a couple of Game of Thrones smaller actors in it, which yeah, I thought yeah, was pretty yeah. unique. It has Liza Aaron and uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Mormont, old dude Mormont. What is his name? Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> doctor. Well, I'm just sure you're like, he's old. He's got to be a doctor. Isn't he the, what's he called? The old, old, what the hell is he called? The Grand Master. I don't know. Dr. <laughs> Mormont. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long yeah. since I've seen that. Um, we also finished Squid Games. Yeah. Which I don't, did we talk about this last week? Or was you did, I, but did it end the way you were hoping? It has a bad ending. I mean, like, oh. it, it's, they're setting up for season two, right? Like, that's okay. all it is. That's the last episode ends about as expected, but for how good the first eight episodes were, I had hopes for something else, but you, you see. Is that only, it. that's like a nine episode miniseries? Yeah. Nine episodes, they're nine episodes, hour long episodes. Season one, hour long. I have to give it a shot then. I, I, it's, I it's worth not a mini series. It's not a mini. Nine episodes just... of an hour long. Mm-hmm. That's a re- regular series. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking like sitcoms are 32 episodes. Yes, it's not hour. that. Oh, well, no. Yeah, but those are 20 minute but episodes. Yeah, how most... many? Yeah, how many episodes did each season of Breaking Bad have? Eight to ten, I think. Yeah, really that's normal. Okay. Yeah, I would, and I think Better Call Saul is like even shorter. I think it's like six to eight. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's right on par. But I say if you don't like it after episode three, you're probably not going to like the rest of it. But it, it yeah, hooks me after. I don't continue one. TV series if I don't like it in two. You get two episodes. No, I'd say give it three. No. You get two episodes or I'm out. It's completely arbitrary. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, <laughs> it's the rule. Give it three, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I need 33% of it. Are you going to take my uh, recommendation, Mike, and watch uh, Kaiji now? Mm-hmm. No, you're not. You should. <laughs> it's, it's, okay. it, does, it does everything that Squid Game does, but better. Is that, in weird animated form. Is that anime? Yes. I mean, is it is it animated? Yeah. No. Is it is no. it an anime? Yes. An, well, anime is just short for animation, so yeah. <laughs> you and will be is... required after watching it to have a Pikachu backpack with weird cartoon pins that, on it. That is. Listen, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of 
listen, as a fan of anime, a lot of it is trash. But I, okay. the ones that are good are really good. I okay, so I I I actively want to watch an anime. I, I am dead serious about this because like there's a lot of people in the gaming community that tell me animes are great and like I, I really want to be able to speak their language and like you know open up to new markets and that and that sort of thing. I hear that like Attack on Titan is probably it's trash. Don't watch it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I hear that that's the easiest anime for non-anime viewers to get into. That's not true at all. Or Hunter Hunter, I think, is another easy one. Uh, mm. I would that probably the easiest anime for anybody to get into is Cowboy Bebop. Like for anybody what who's never Pokemon? watched anime, I would say Cowboy Bebop is the one you should watch. Uh, I think skip I'd the anime. Seen. Netflix is making a probably terrible uh, live action version of that. Yeah. Every uh, live action adaptation of an anime uh, has been terrible. So every single one. Yes. I wouldn't know because I don't know the source material. How would yeah. I know? Yeah. I'm not even going based off source material. I'm just going based off the show. Even if you go based <laughs> off the source material, any of the source material, they're terrible on on two fronts. Both when you compare it to the source material and just as movies. They're... Yeah. Um. One 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 more thing that I saw then, and it ties in with anime. Today. I watched a behind the scenes and mind you, this was released in April of this year in 2021 on YouTube. A behind the scenes, behind the scenes making of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And I swear to God, it is fascinating how they do that. Did, did I ever tell you guys I watched that? No. What? About oh, time. Yeah. Hey guys, and, I watched. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, um i'm in between I, I i'm i'm not solving anything because i'm in between you and matt i i do i probably lean closer to you i i, I enjoy a lot of things about it i enjoyed the writing yeah. but it i don't know it it's not i'll never rewatch it oh that's fine that's fine I, I, that's, and it's you know it's on the low end of the the uh that's uh, his filmography i mean but it's still it's good it, it has a lot of good okay. things about it It has a lot yeah. of good moments baby drivers on the bottom of his filmography i have not seen baby driver okay i, I think you would like baby driver actually. i probably would honestly I no you wouldn't it's got vanilla baby white bread actor whatever his name is and jamie fox Ugh. oh yeah it uh, makes me want to throw up that. it has oh um the guy from uh, <laughs> you remember Aaron mixed up Jamie Foxx and Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> Jamie Foxx looks just like that. Jamie Kennedy. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh my practically god! Twins. Who am I thinking of? The one, the dude from John know. Bernthal. Vanilla oh, yeah. White, oh, John I like, Bernthal. I, I'm not a Johnny B hater. You guys are a Johnny what? B hater. You better Johnny, I don't mind him. Johnny be terrible him. is what Johnny, he be. It's first of all, it's Johnny Beans, I thought. Yep, Johnny Beans. Johnny Beans. <laughs> okay. Um going at Edgar Wright's filmography though, like uh-huh. are they're not and none of them are bad. Baby Driver's good. Uh, no, I, I well definitely of all the ones I've seen, that was probably the worst. I like I said, I haven't seen Baby Driver, but it that doesn't mean it's bad by any stretch. Actually, I haven't seen World's End yet. Oh, neither have it's, I. It's probably the worst. I don't know. I, I would take it over Scott Pilgrim just because I vastly prefer the actors. There were very few actors in that movie that I 
like? I mean, I don't like Michael Sarah by any stretch of the imagination. But he was, I can't that was terrible. He was, the, but he was main, for that role. Yes. The main villain. Yeah, I, 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 I like that. that's that's the main villain. I can't stand that actor. I can't think of his name, but yeah, none of the uh, actors in that movie. McLovin. That's his name. Who is it? McLovin. No, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was not even the guy. I wish. Oh no, I'm thinking of kick ass. Never yeah, I think it was Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> I'm thinking of a better movie. Sorry. Jesus. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it definitely had a lot of a good good moments and and his writing is always amazing his filmmaking always amazing yeah. that was no exception I, in this it was it just the story me. was eh. every time when michael sarah at the beginning he's trying to find her and he's like hey have you seen a girl with hair like this and he shows a picture of a paper with just squiggles <laughs> oh edgar right i mean that's brilliant mm-hmm. that movie Dude, i will i will send you guys this video though um because it it breaks down like how they did the special effects and and like how they recreated everything it's it's legitimately fascinating because at one point of the video he's like yeah this is a, a direct ripoff from the the graphic novel it's like it, it literally looks like a graphic novel thing it's fascinating i will send it to you guys um aside from edgar, edgar wright's greatness anything else we want to talk about uh no let's get into the exorcist trace perfect for spanish-speaking viewers smart (laughs) all right the exorcist 3 it's a 1990 film rated r hour and 50 minutes long a police lieutenant uncovers more than he bargained for as his investigation of a series of murders which all have the hallmarks of the deceased gemini serial killer leads him to question the patience of a psychiatric ward written and directed by william peter blatty Starring George C. Scott, uh, Ed Flanders, Brad Dorif, Scott Wilson, Patrick Jason Ewing, well, who? Patrick? Sam Jackson. <laughs> yep. Who, For who? about 10 seconds each. They weren't in this movie very long. No, I'm, yeah, I'm not playing. Oh. Patrick Ewing was in this movie. Interesting. Did he dunk on anyone? Yeah. Yes. No. He was an angel, I think, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, for about uh, yeah. literally 10 seconds in a dream yeah. sequence. Yeah. Interesting. No dialogue. He just stared blankly into the camera. You know, like Patrick Ewing does. I wonder uh-huh. if... <laughs> I mean, that's that had to be him like trying to branch out to get into acting. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't get I, it. I don't know. It was odd. I don't know. Okay. I. Th- 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 it could have been anybody. Why Patrick Ewing? <laughs> I also got it distracted me because I'm like Fabio makes more sense though because if you want some like I mean how do you think he got his role in Space Jam it's it's because of The Exorcist three not because he was a famous basketball player in a basketball related movie nope absolutely Uh, not that's yep um okay on Rotten Tomatoes The Exorcist three. Gets a 59% from critics, giving it a 5.6 out of 10. Audience score of 56%, 3.4 out of 5. So audience score is I higher, thought. but their percentage is lower. Um, There doesn't appear to be a critics consensus at all. Really? No. That happens with some of these older movies. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the case. <clears throat> So uh, I can make up a critics consensus for you guys if you want. Yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, please. Do it. <clears throat> critics consensus: Patrick Ewing's ability to act and Sam Jackson's um, 
awesomeness in this movie really shine through and are the only shining spots of this entire film. Mm-hmm. Well, the critics are definitely call them uh, briny. Yeah, a little off the mark on that one. That hurts yeah. deep. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, honestly, I didn't look at those scores and hearing them is a bit surprising based on what I saw and how I felt about the movie. Really? Uh, that is yeah. a, bit, a little bit lower than I would have thought, yeah. I mean, it's a, a the audience is around seven, so... Score yeah. wise, but score wise, that yeah, I mean, the, the overall yeah. approval is lower yeah. too, which means there were a lot of yeah, very the, low the approval numbers. numbers are lower than I figured. Interesting, I don't uh, know, and I, I'll, I mean, because there, I, I can see people not liking this movie, and, and we'll discuss it further, but there are a lot of reasons. There are a lot of reasons I can see people not liking this movie. All three of you guys felt that way, though, that this you thought this was a better than what the Rotten Tomato says, yes, yeah, interesting. I, I would. I, I don't know. I, I just thought it'd be a higher percentage. Their scores are probably at least relatively close to what I might, what I'll give it. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Matt, you picked this, correct? Yep. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm almost positive. It's been a listener request for a while for like mm-hmm. years. <laughs> and I was like, man, I should probably get around to uh, pulling something from the listener requests. And uh, you know, we, we did the original exorcist a couple of years back. Um, and this is a direct sequel to The Exorcist because we don't talk about The Exorcist 2. Yep. Um, is that a real and, thing? Uh, I haven't seen this movie in a while, so I wanted to revisit it, and it was on Netflix. So, Did they yeah. just, like, not? Yes. No, they, they knew it was literally trash. did just pretend like it never happened. Interesting. The Exorcist 2 did not have this writer involved. It, it did. It had, obviously, it didn't have freaking involved. It, it was, it was silly it was stupid it was horrible it it was it was a disaster it, it's and, it's a trainer of yeah. a movie yeah yeah interesting well okay. and yeah my first thoughts the reason i did like it is because it had the feel of the exorcist where it was really more of a slow character driven tension filled movie uh, great lead actor. I mean, obviously George C. Scott. Seeing seeing grumpy old George C. Scott <laughs> with his pants pulled up to his nipples, <laughs> like, dude, this guy was like, <laughs> come on. But I mean, he's it was great. like looking into the future for me. I was like, nice. Yeah, I, I like where I'm heading. <laughs> uh, I mean, but he's so he's dumb. very good in it. Oh, he's uh, great. Brad Dourif was fantastic. I don't oh, know yeah. how he didn't get love for this role. Because it's it's showy. Yes. But there's it's no typical Brad Dourif acting. I no, I'm not saying that. I, I'm saying that's why he didn't get love. It's, that's I mean, that's not the kind of performance that award people typically gravitate towards. Now, did it need to be that way? Hell yeah. Was it fun? Yes, absolutely. Did he steal every scene he was in? Of course he did. He's Brad Dourif. But but there's no way award any award. I'm not saying awards. I'm just saying like to be wrecked. Just because it's not subtle, it was what the movie needed at the right time because otherwise it would have been the drag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and kind of to Aaron's point, like when people talk about The Exorcist 3, that's not really the like Brad Dourif isn't really the parts that get mentioned. Um, it's mainly that one scene in the hospital, uh, which is just a fantastic scene. The the slow play of down the long hallway scene. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 
because the whole time and this was the first time seeing this movie for me but the whole time i'm like they're setting something up something but it really does kind of catch you off guard a little bit yeah and that's like the one like the one jump scare in the entire movie and it's but it's not really it's a really good jump scare no it's not cheap it is uh, the the first jump scare in that in that scene is Uh, let's so before we get into detailed, I, I want to give my my initial thoughts, and and it's that uh, I liked it. It has some issues. Uh, it it does. We'll get into Definitely. that. But but I did like it, and I if you're going to continue a story, a, a highly successful story like The Exorcist, what better way to do it than than allowing the person that wrote it to write it? to direct it so that there's a guarantee that well mostly his vision will come to life right barring Uh, studio meddling (laughs) right which there was in this uh we'll get to that as well but for the most part this is his vision and i love that it's a sequel that that continued the story continued the themes but didn't just do the same thing it this is an entirely different genre almost i mean this is this is like a cop procedural built around yeah Yep. The, the exorcist so it, like it so it's it's interesting it's very interesting it, it, interesting characters interesting way interesting the direction to take the story i would i would never have guessed it that that's the direction he would have taken i, scene, I think that's but i liked the, it the reason i liked it because it's so different it's like a mystery thriller yes. with supernatural yes. horror elements yep it, and it's it, it, uh, it was, i mean you're really still it, that lends itself to being more creative because it, here's a guy telling a, a an original story that that builds on what he's established instead of this work do more of it make money here we go like which like is what they of... tried to do for the number two but oh well <laughs> yeah. was... and and exorcist the beginning and i never any saw any other no, i've never seen that one either any other exorcist movie other than this third one is is they were just trying to you know make money off of the name but this one it was interesting if 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 nothing else no matter what you think of the movie i don't know that anybody could say it's not i there's at least that yeah yeah and uh it it it's got good characters um it all everybody feels like a real person yeah uh which great characters the the two ned flanders and ned flanders (laughs) 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 I do that. Oh my god! I do. I do that. I almost made that joke when I saw his last name was Flanders and everything. Well, his name's Ed. His name's Ed Flanders. I knew. Can you imagine Ned Flanders as an exorcist? Absolutely, Uh, I want that. Heidi Ho, there, neighbors. (laughs) Heidi Ho, Satan. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! So, anyways, Ed Flanders Mm -hmm. was. Uh, was great his interaction with the main character though their two their relationship between the two uh was amazing you could tell it was two seasoned actors that were playing good yep. characters well-written car- characters smartly written dialogue. dialogue yes I, those two together was was awesome uh, it was very very good and the yeah. fact that they established who they were and, and I, I i mean it took its time i mean it's an old style of movie where it doesn't feel like it needs to jump into the action it took its time to tell you who the characters were what the mystery yeah. is to play along with that a little bit oh yeah i, I, mean, I, I, I guess this right right off the bat where they um i think they go to kinderman first no no they they go to uh 
Flanders first. Um, and he's talking about how he has to go cheer yep. up Kinderman. And then they yep. go to Kinderman. He's like, well, this is the day I got to go cheer up. Uh, yep. They both think they're being yeah. <laughs> the, the hero to, to take their mind off of the terrible event from years ago. But yeah, I love that bit. Yeah, it's very good. Um, I like that they brought uh, Jason Miller back into it. I mean, he's not in the movie a lot, but um, yes. just the fact that they they have that link to the original Exorcist, I thought was really nice. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Brad Brad Dourif steals every single scene he's in. <laughs> he really does. Now, now going back to the the, I have to cheer him up, and then the other one says it. Uh, uh, as well and that was kind of a it was a humorous moment but there were a lot of funny moments to me that didn't work it the tone was kind of iffy at times where it was going for weird or odd or funny and and it just kind of didn't didn't gel what, mostly with their banter back and forth well some of that um because it really was, I mean, almost like uh, like some of the Shane crazy. Black style, where it's quick fire back and forth yes, between the characters. That, most of that was fine. There were some that didn't work, but uh, like in the in the uh, psych ward part, some of those characters were I don't know. In the dream sequence, I like the idea of that sequence. I like the intentions of the sequence. I like what it meant to the story i did not like the execution of that dream sequence one bit it was too circusy and weird and, and and i get it's supposed to be weird it's a dream but it was it was almost it should have been frightening weird. yes it should have been weird scary it should have been unsettlingly weird. yeah not yeah. not odd quirky weird i yeah. felt the same way about one scene in particular that i thought never should have been in the movie so there solving the this old lady mystery. on the ceiling the old lady on the <laughs> ceiling yeah oh my god i hate it yeah and that's what i mean there were there were moments like that that are just they're more quirky than unsettling yeah. and, and it was and i don't know if that's attributed to a, a a director that doesn't have a whole lot of experience under his belt or what the case was but there were there were a few scenes like that that just did not work and again i like the idea of it, it i think it's the execution i don't I, I i liked the idea of how unsettling it was that we never got to see how these things were happening yes. but we got to see the aftermath great and how he's it's trying to figure even, out what the heck is going on most more often than not we didn't even get to see the aftermath of the crime itself we got to see the impact mm-hmm. of the violence and of the the aftermath on the actors we got to see the characters reactions more often than not, we either the violence was either described to us through dialogue or or shown to us by their reaction on their faces, which was amazing, fantastic, because that was as unsettling, if not more unsettling than showing, you know, a, a severed body or whatever the case. Right. I, yeah. it, that was that aspect of this movie. Very good. But then that yeah. quirky, the quirky, silly scenes. Yeah, the, the, the old lady crawling on the ceiling should have been on the cutting room. That was horrible. That <laughs> was a bad awful. Yeah, it was. It to, was to be perfectly the dream honest sequence with you, was fine. It just I completely forgot about that bad. moment of the movie. I, I forgot it existed. Oh, it was so I, bad. Yeah. And the basically, anytime they use an old lady, it was horrible. Because the old lady killer at his house, what <clears throat> was that scene? Well, well that was necessary so, is what it was yeah, yeah they, they no, have to put no, that okay. in there listen i 
that's another one I get. I like the idea. I like the idea of, of this, this helpless victim being, being possessed and sent to the house. I, I, I get that. I like that. The idea is good, but this old lady, why, when you're possessed, do you get super strength? That makes no sense. It doesn't change your, your, your bone structure, or your muscles. What are you talking about? <laughs> you, you watch Malignant. You know, how yeah, it works. you know how it works. That fit within the tone of the movie. This we get all the rest of this movie and then that scene happened where this old lady's chucking people around and smashing them again stop that was again i like the idea the execution was laughable it, it, i laughed yeah. and i shouldn't have that's fine i can i can suspend my disbelief for that it's demons they get to do whatever they want right no. that part didn't get me as much as the the actual old lady crawling on the ceiling but no i agree that was that was the worst part of this movie it was that was that was horrendous. But it was, if I was, it was an editor, that would have been the first. Oh hell no! Snip, snip. Yeah, but we talk about this, but <laughs> there are in the best scenes that far outweigh scenes like that. Oh, absolutely! Is literally, absolutely. just George C. Scott talking, and it yeah. feels like exposition. But it doesn't. It it is exposition, but it doesn't feel like exposition. It feels like natural conversations of when yeah. he's talking to that scene when he's describing the the boy and what happened and he's describing yes. it to his friend in the diner and both of them just sit there in silence and it's it's far more impactful yes. than than seeing that or or even uh i mean we're gonna get into spoilers here when when uh, the friend... movie came out in 1990 <laughs> right <laughs> right when his friend died and they do a point of view like tracking shot going down the hallway and you see everybody's the way they're looking at him as he's walking into that room. That that scene, that tracking shot, and their reactions, where where you know what happened. We we the viewer know what happened, mm-hmm. and he's walking towards it. You know he knows what happened, but and then they never show the body, and that is uh, amazing. Absolutely they never show amazing. they never show any of the bodies. Right. Um, yes. It, but it's it's those scenes like that. The 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 him having a conversation or that that brilliant POV shot where they're just you know well, kind of they don't want and, to look at him and the, it's smartly written that's why i said use the word smart i mean there are details that are shown and you notice but you don't know if it's important then they come back and, like the fact that he keeps checking the hands on all of the victims slowly mm-hmm. checks one yeah. hand checks the yeah. other and then like halfway through the movie we get an explanation of why it's so dang important and it's just George C. Scott's delivery of that of was a great what's scene. going on. Yes, great scene, brilliant, and, and more. Adding on to what you said, where where it's revealed what what has been going on in his head, why he's checking everything yep. that he's checking, but when he finds his friend dead, that acting, he all right, he's doing the job. He's checking. He's he's asking for details. He's asking for clues. He's looking. He's investigating. But then in that scene you were talking about, that's when he cracks and it lets him show mm-hmm. and he gets angry and then he's tearing up because that's when he's letting it finally hit him. Oh my God. That, that was fantastic. That was so great. That and like I said, was, it's, it's was funny amazing. to watch grumpy old George C. Scott, but I think, I mean, first of all, it had to be an old man because of the timeline yeah. of the events, but I think it was a perfect casting. I mean, he's, he carries a whole lot of weight in this movie and he does it well. Well, I mean, the things that he describes is the things that he sees every day. Like he, he, that scene where he, 
he be- I believe in evil. I believe in violence. I mean, that's his character. He he's a homicide detective. He that's his life. That's what has been his life for however many years. And he plays that kind of just just tired. He's tired of, of yep. the evil, and he's perfect for it. Yep. Yep. Um, I still say though the 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 standout the state like there are a lot of really good scenes in this movie, but the standout one for me is still that long shot down the hallway with the nurse um and and shane you mentioned camera yeah 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 yeah. yes yes um yeah great because they've they've got that 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 uh well it's not a ghost it's a it's an old person in a sheet (laughs) with with the with the shears (laughs) right but you like you don't you don't expect it um and it happens so quick that like even like the first time i saw it it actually because i was i was a lot younger the first time i saw it and it scared the bejeebas out of me um and even watching it now like even though i know it's coming it's still really off-putting um just and how the editing quick was it great happens. yeah because it does it shows this brief glimpse of it and then cut to to the crime scene basically right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. him arriving they, they, i mean that's that, that cut was so brilliant to not don't linger don't show too much scare the crap out of us and then done cut and yep. that was that was great like it, it cuts from that to the aftermath and right and and that's that's what's so good about this movie is that it's a it's a horror movie that has yep. next to no violence in it yes, yes. which is yeah. odd no gore no violence. i mean i guess you get to see during the, the last exorcism there's a little bit of stuff but uh, um, it, it doesn't rely heavily on just body horror or nastiness or or gory details it just relies on the story it's telling and and the way it's edited and the goriest part was the ending which the director didn't even want in yeah and and that's the the ending is the part that that kind of derails the movie like the you've got this really tight-knit story and then they shoehorn an exorcism in there because it's an exorcist movie he he, (laughs) He wanted to just continue the story. He called this this movie or the book Legion. was Legion, and, yeah. and that was the original title. And, and of course, the producers wanted an Exorcist, and they wanted the title The Exorcist. And if you call it The Exorcist, well, how the hell can you not have an exorcism in it? So, right. Yeah. <laughs> so they they made him do the exorcism at the end, which he was right. It's a big surprise. The guy, the driving force behind the entire story was was right. It shouldn't have been in there. His original ending would have been more abrupt and it would have been better in, in his original ending. The, the uh, investigator, George C. Scott, basically just, he frees the, the priest from the first one. Uh, Karis, I think his name was. Yeah. By, by just walking into a cell and shooting him. Yep. And, and that would have been great. How great is that? It's, yeah. It's, it's, that would have been a perfect of the, ending the, of the movie. It, everything fits it's a great ending he's freeing him i mean oh. plus i mean the the watching george c scott doing that and, and his reaction that would have been great but but instead we yeah. got an exorcism which the effects were fine i guess especially the body yeah. horror stuff was fine but but it just didn't feel like part of this movie no it definitely comes out of left field for sure um and they like they kind of set it up because they they keep cutting to that priest, which right. feels odd throughout the movie because you're like because you're this yeah. guy, <laughs> and then you realize why. Like 
oh, they had to add some scenes in throughout the movie so that yeah, he never he just literally doesn't show up <laughs> anybody. And then he's just like, here I am. Why? Why? Yep. <laughs> it is it is such a letdown for because yeah. this is a just under two hour movie. Um, yep. and everything up to the last 10 minutes is so good. And then not everything. Old lady crawling on his well, ceiling. Okay. The, <laughs> Most the of parts it. that I don't block out of my head are so good. <laughs> if, uh, if you look at this with selective memory, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so it's 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 mostly a very good yes. movie. Um and and then it's just completely like the pacing is is thrown way off, the tone is thrown way off because the studio thought they could make more money that way um and that's they that's really like i would i would love to see this movie done now with like a24 um and and you know yeah. same same like keep bring bring the same dude like just have him like if this movie didn't happen in 1990 i would have wanted it to happen now so he could actually tell his story this, without this the studio feels, getting super involved. I didn't think about this, but this does feel like an A24 type of horror movie, like the modern new kind of thing in horror where you're allowed to take your time and the scares come from atmosphere and building of tension and building of character. And, and this does feel like that type of movie. That's, that's, in my opinion, not even close. Hands down, the best way to deliver a horror movie because it doesn't feel cheap. If you earn your scares through atmosphere and character development, it's a lot more effective than quiet, 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 right. boom. Like, <laughs> yeah, honestly. And, and he, he, he understands as a writer of horror that the circumstances, the violence, the, the effect on the humans is what makes it scary. It's not the, it's not the jump scares. Yes. That, that frightens you, but that doesn't scare you. That's not unsettling. That's not going to linger with you. But, but even just, if you have an actor capable enough to deliver a description of a crime scene, the way that George mm -hmm. C. Scott can, yep. that is unsettling. It, it, and it was, I mean, just to think of, I mean, it, uh, we've talked about it, but he just talks about it. He talks about it. That's it. And, it, and it's so affecting. It, yeah. I, it was so good. Uh, what, what, they, what I wish they would have done with the time that they could have saved by cutting out the exorcism at the end and um, the random scenes with that priest to set up the exorcism at the end, uh, what they should have done is given more time to the subplot of the doctor um working with yes brad yes Dariff. because um, that's a he's a good actor too i cannot remember his name oh he, i, I he played the old guy in the walking dead uh, he's a very no, good actor and scott wilson yes yes yeah. scott wilson very good actor very good in this i i would have loved to have gotten a deeper dive into that character yeah because well because like and, it and comes his out... anguish and, and his torment and because there's this scene where he's like rehearsing what he's going to say yeah. to George yeah. C. Scott. And you're like, why is he rehearsing that? And then you find out that he like made a deal with Brad. And that's, that's another flaw with this movie is that the, the, how it works, how, how 
the devil's plan or the, the Gemini killer's plan, who, whoever is doing what at, at whatever specific time, how it works is not exactly explained a whole lot. Uh, I, I, basically, like if you think about it too much, it can, it can fall apart quickly. Basically, um, people like old people with dementia or mental illness or whatever are easier to possess. That's the whole, like, it's like a throwaway line that Brad Dourif yeah. says. Yeah. And I get lady. that, but I, I would have, like you said, how, how did the doctor get involved? Uh, uh, and if this guy can possess, you know, body hop, like he does, I guess, then why not body hop to somebody and get out of jail or not jail, but I mean, he's, you know, he's in his, his psych ward trapped in, I mean, just go. Yeah. Well, presumably. And so the, the one part that bugged me the most about it, those are all little gripes. The one part that bugged me about most is their whole plan was, and when I say they, I mean, I mean the Gemini killers soul, I guess. And, and the master, which I assume is the devil. Um, their whole plan is to possess the priest in order to make him watch what they're doing. However, that body never does any of the killing. So the priest literally never watched anything happen. So, so your whole plan is like, what? What, well, what you, the hell are you talking? Yeah, about? yeah, yeah, that's that's true, actually. Because that never, body never left. I never that, even stopped to think about it. So that one, when, when he was saying that, I was like, and then it was all revealed that he was doing, you know, taking possession of these old people. It's like, what the hell did you, you haven't done anything to the doctor other than, or I mean the priest other than possess him. I, I mean, I guess, I guess uh, when he's not possessing people and they're just in that cell, they're just laughing at him like, ha ha, we're, we're killing people. But you know, and, and that's, like I said, it, it, that, that all happens if you think too deeply about it, but just the experience of this movie, just, 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 you know, watching it and, and being part of it is, is fantastic. This is, a, I don't want to say great movie. It's a very, very good movie. All right. We got about six minutes left. Are we ready to, to wrap it up and rate it? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. ready. If you guys are. Okay. Oh. At first to last, your movie. Uh, I'll, I'll kick it off. Why not? Um, so I'm really glad that I picked this because it's been a long time since I've watched it. Um, and actually, thank you to whichever listener first requested it. Um, hopefully you're still around. But uh, <laughs> this is a very, very good movie. Um, just the that, that long shot down the hallway alone like makes up more than makes up for almost any flaw aside from the the shoehorned exorcism which which does completely derail the movie but i'm gonna give it overall i'm gonna give it like a six seven five it's it's good it's not great but it's very very good and and you should watch it if you have netflix go do it it's on there right now yep Uh, i'll go next sorry go ahead Uh, sorry i just i'm actually a little higher than that i'm at a seven um i think the things that i want in a movie where you know especially a horror movie tension built from a good story and characters delivering excellent dialogue, excellent acting from most of the people involved. I mean, I give it a seven. Uh, it, it, a little bit of some scenes that shouldn't be in there and a little bit of a letdown at the end, but otherwise, yeah, seven for me. Shane. All right. Uh, yeah. I, to, to 
Matt brought up the listener request. It was it was requested by Max. That's all we got. It was requested. It, it was a listener request by Max. So hopefully, like Matt said, Max is still a listener and, and gets to hear this. Um, I I this surprises me, but I'm I'm the highest score out of all of us. Not by much. Uh, this movie does have its issues, but it does a lot of things well. It it feels like an old school i would not have guessed this was made in the 90s I, I, I just it doesn't feel like a 90s horror movie just the way it's filmed the the pacing everything it it's fantastic there are there are some things that hold it back though um i'm gonna give it a 7.25 it, it's it's a b minus held back because it does have some some weaknesses and i think part I'm of that is just the, inexperience the, of the director. that's actually surprising to me i didn't expect that but you gave it a c plus i think it's better than that well, regardless of you know what you think, it did get an average seven. So yep, it did. It is, a, <laughs> which is appropriate. An average movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, quick game of this or that, this or let him go. This. Oh, this. This. And I was a bigger proponent of let him go than most people. This or Sonic the Hedgehog. I never seen it. Watch that. I no, I have never watch watched that. it either. That was legitimately a good movie. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I would rewatch Sonic the Hedgehog if that if that means anything to you guys. Yeah, so would I. Uh, but I think personal preference, I say Exorcist Three. Uh, this or Honey Boy. This. This. Didn't watch that. This or Close Encounters of the Third Kind. This. 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 This or The Matrix. This. That. that. This or Source Code. This. That. Yeah, probably that. I that's I love that performance. Another this one got exactly seven, and it's also a horror movie. This or it follows. Ooh, that's it tough. follows. Aaron I think rated. I would go it yeah, follows. Yeah, it follows is a is a more consistent movie. Aaron rated it follows lower, just for the record. <laughs> Hate I remember it more fondly. <laughs> yeah. Uh this or night of the living dead. Uh, Night of the this? Dead. I go this. Yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, if I'm choosing one, I'd rather watch this. Yeah. Uh, last one we'll do. This or Turbo Kid? Turbo Kid. This. <laughs> this, I guess. I I don't know. I don't really remember much about Turbo Kid. So this. Actually, one more. This or the Cabin in the Woods? This. This. Oh, Cabin in the Woods. I love Cabin in the Woods so much. Yeah, I do too. So yeah, much. I, Not I really me. Like that movie. I like it. I don't get me wrong. I, but yeah, all of the yeah. movies that I named though were within point one of each other. Yeah, I so. mean that. that, that mm-hmm. This is that's a good that's good company for this movie. It, it's yeah. uh, at least on on par with those. You know, what would be very cool to see, and this is probably too big for us, but a bell curve or or all of our movie scores plotted and see if it does make a bell curve right around oh, i could do that could you do that yeah okay. you've said it on simple. record now you have to <laughs> yeah. all right i don't know i'm not a doctor i don't know how to do that uh, <laughs> nope or a scientist or a scientist yeah right exactly uh he is okay. an exorcist <laughs> don't tell everyone matt it's my secret uh seven exactly for the exorcist three join us online guys at moviereviewcrew.com you can request a movie right on our home page uh anything 
else who's got the pick next week is it brent's got the next pick so we'll have to find out no we're skipping brent oh so it's me yep yeah so it's you i'm not prepared i'll let you guys know all right sounds good. oh uh aaron told me he's gonna pick a monster calls yep yep (laughs) what no no hell no don't you already mean hell no i mean hell no anyway (laughs) someone end the show all right tell Tell your your friends let's go but inconspicuously through the window Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Movie Review Crew. Remember to like us and find us on any of your favorite social media platforms, as well as go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.